It's time for recipe of the day. Today, I am telling you how to cook what is probably, no, definitely my favorite vegetable. This is what I cook when nobody else is home. I get myself a big bunch of beets where the greens are still beautiful and lush. I roast the beets, but it is all about the beet greens. I love them so much. We used to have them when I was growing up. My parents had a big garden in the backyard. They would grow beets among many other vegetables. And when those greens started to come in, we would feast on them. They're kind of like Swiss chard, but a little bit sweeter. They have a little bit of a beet flavor to them. And I really like the stems are this scarlet red color. And I like the texture and flavor of those stems. And then the greens are limber and softer and just like a nice green vegetable, you know? So the beet greens are those stems and green leaves that come attached to beets. If you're lucky when you see beets in the grocery store and they have all those greens on them, buy them. Then you can roast the beets. I'll put a link to how to roast beets in an easy, non-messy way in the show notes for this as well. But you can save the beets to roast them another day and then dig in on those beet greens right when you bring them home. They're going to last like a couple of days in the fridge. The beets themselves will keep for longer. Those greens, you want to get to them fast. But yeah, whenever I spot beets in the grocery store that have those big, luscious leaves on them, I buy them right then. And just to be clear, I'm not talking about like micro greens or little baby greens. If you are growing beets in your garden and there's like little leaves coming up, those are better for salads. You want to wait until these are a little bit bigger before you cook them this way. Okay, so the first thing you're going to do is trim the greens from the beets. You're going to go about an inch from the beet, leaving an inch of stem on the beet, and then trim them at that point. And the reason for that is that that's best for roasting the beets. I don't peel my beets before roasting them, and so I like to have a little bit of stem on there too. And then there's no messy. There's none of that exposed under the skin beet part. So that's why I leave that bit of stem on there. It stops the beets from bleeding and being messy. Okay, so then move your beets off to the side. We're not doing those. Get a cutting board and a knife and you're going to cut the stems and leaves into two inch pieces. So just grab the whole bundle of them and move your knife two inches, two inches, two inches. Then you need to put all those pieces, stems and leaves together into a big colander and rinse them really, really well. And again, rinse them well again and rinse them well again. There's often a lot of sandy grainy dirt on the stems and leaves and you want to get rid of that. So give them a really, really good rinse. Then you're going to put about an inch of water into a medium-sized saucepan and bring it to a boil. Add half a teaspoon of salt, give it a stir, and then you're putting your stems and leaves straight in there. They're not going to be fully submerged, just like partly submerged. Bring it back to a boil and then reduce it down to a simmer. Cook for three to five minutes, just until the stems are very soft when pierced with a fork. Drain them in a clean colander. Don't use the same one you used before because there might be some of that grit in there. Then I put them back into that warm saucepan that they were cooking in. It doesn't have any water in it anymore. And add half a tablespoon of butter, stir it around, taste, see if it needs a little bit more salt, and dig in. They're so fresh, luscious, delicious. The texture is amazing. There's other things you can do with them. Like once you decide that you like them, they can be blanched in hot water and then stir fried with lots of garlic. There's lots of things. But try them first, do this, steam them, cook them in water like this, and I know you're going to just love it. Okay, I'll put the link to the recipe in the show notes, or you can head to cookthestory.com slash ROTD and get it there. If you haven't been there before, you'll see that all of the episodes are arranged by date. So if you look at your podcast player where you're listening to this episode, you can see the date that it came out and then you can find the corresponding date on that archive. I know there are over 650 episodes there, so it can seem daunting like how am I going to find it? But they're by month, they're by date, they're by year. You can find it. It's going to be easy. Head to cookthestory.com slash ROTD and see all of 
of the episodes that we have done helping you become a better cook every day. I'm Christine Pittman from CookTheStory.com, TheCookful.com, the all-new chicken cookbook, and from this podcast recipe of the day, let's get cooking. (laughs) 